Welcome to the Coe's Audio Articles, where you can listen to some of the Coe's best articles rather than read them. This article is written by Richard Williamson and is titled Innovate with Purpose and is read by the author. The Army in Motion concept encourages all ranks to foster a culture of learning, experimentation, innovation and adaption. In a regimental headquarters, the S8 cell is generally tasked with exploring the gaps, risks and opportunities inherent with the commander's material capability, in particular things such as experimentation and innovation. Recently, the Army has seen this function delegated to subunit level through things such as the Innovation and Experimentation Groups, otherwise known as IXGs. Yet whether you're placed into an RXQ S8 cell, or maybe you're manning an IXG this year, how exactly does one do innovation? To help, these are my reflections from seven years within a capability development function for Army. As you've no doubt experienced, defence is a broad church full of rumour, silos and opinions. This is no more so when the topic of capability development or innovation is concerned. For instance, have you ever heard someone say words to the effect of, once this trial is complete, CASG will roll out to every soldier in every combat brigade in the next three months? But are they? Who said? Who's the decision maker? Show me the approving minute. Don't believe anything until it's written down, signed, scanned, and you have that magical objective number in which to reference. No doubt you have heard some questionable advice in your military careers. In my own experience, after six years, I'm still waiting for promised organic vertical lift capability when a now long since retired two-star general proudly boasted that he would buy a squadron's worth of little birds. But putting aside insubordination and helicopters for just one second, capability development is more than the physical things. Was the iPhone an innovation? Now, I would argue it wasn't. But hear me out. It wasn't terribly innovative to merge a phone, a camera and an iPod into one device. Rather, one could argue that the innovation was in fact the Apple App Store, which enabled completely new opportunities for anyone to develop and sell phone applications which were simple to distribute, simple to access and simple to download. To this point, I encourage you to know and understand the fundamental inputs to capability, otherwise known as FIC. The Apple App Store is to the iPhone what the thick is to military capability. Your innovation may not be that thing, but rather the new tactics you develop, or the enhanced training value you provide, or the reduced demand on logistical supply. Next, when engaging industry to understand the impacts of an innovation, the issue of probity is never far behind. There is a misconception that probity is about equity, when in fact it is summarised as having honest, ethical, transparent and defendable decision-making. The previous Minister of Defence Industry promised to update the Better Practice Guide for Early Industry Engagement, but unfortunately this did not materialise prior to the last federal election. Until a new guide is released, you will likely run into obstruction from ill-informed yet good-intentioned superiors around their interpretation of the word probity as opposed to the policy on probity. Challenge their assumptions and blockages. The Defence Procurement Policy Manual has some very liberating guidance, explaining that it is, quote, very important that defence officials do not use probity as a reason or excuse not to engage appropriately with the market, end quote, and that this, quote, might include engagement before tender release around defence's requirements or to understand the market's capacity or capability, end quote. Which brings us to the infamous Commonwealth Procurement Rules, or CPRs. Infamous because many boldly claim that CPRs are too restrictive. Wrong, I say. Start by reading them. 
You will find the CPRs provide opportunity for sole source procurement, correctly termed limited tender, if you can justify the procurement with an unsolicited innovative proposal, or that there is an absence of competition for technical reasons. Importantly, if you're manning a unit level IXG, is that the recent changes to the procurement rules also enable you to directly source from an Australian-based small and medium enterprise for procurements up to half a million dollars. So I would argue the problem isn't CPRs at all. After all, how many units have over half a million dollars to spend on innovation? Which naturally brings us to the issue of funding. You must be provided with funding and financial delegation in order to innovate. With all the good intentions and support that we have from Australian industry, the reality is they are not a charity and they cannot do it for free. For anything larger than a few widgets, it's more than likely that you're going to need a leverage and external funded line in which to generate any meaningful impact. Here are a couple of lines of effort to investigate. $17.6 billion a year is spent on sustainment by the Capability Acquisition and Sustainment Group, or CASG. Chances are, if you're innovating, it's because of a deficiency or a dissatisfaction that you have with your current issued equipment. Therefore, get good at writing rotums. Leverage the original user requirement and specifications when you are articulating to CASG why the item no longer meets your needs. The rotum process can be incredibly frustrating, and what is self-evident to you as a professional soldier may not be the perspective of the APS investigating officer. I get it. However, the process may be frustrating, but come at it with respect and humility, and you'll be surprised by the support that some of the project officers within CASG can and are willing to provide you. Your next recommended line of effort is to get friendly with your state's Australian Defence Science and Universities Network, otherwise known as ADSA. Now, the ADSA support the Defence Transformation Strategy to leverage the civilian science and technology expertise, which just organically resides in each state and territory. Each ADSA has a different name and a different method to collaborate, yet all provide an outstanding opportunity to outsource your capability development needs. For instance, over in Western Australia, the Defence Science Centre conducts design thinking workshops that are organised, coordinated, advertised and importantly funded external to defence. All they need from you is a problem statement. A previous workshop on diver-to-diver underwater communication recently awarded a team $150,000 funding from the WA State Government to develop the innovative solution. And all it cost defence was to find the problem on an A4 piece of paper. Lastly, get to know your own innovation ecosystem. Understand their priorities and what support that they require. The Robotic and Autonomous Systems Implementation and Coordination Office, RICO, are doing amazing things on behalf of the Future Land Warfare Branch. This branch needs proactive soldiers reaching out to test assumptions, test their concepts, and to test the technology. Likewise, other agencies like DiggerWorks, Makerspaces, and Warfare Innovation Navy are worth contacting to understand if and where your capability development objectives align. If I can wrap up with some final advice, it's to be honest, transparent and communicate. This is particularly significant when engaging external parties as you are managing the Army's reputation on behalf of Defence. Capability development is far more complicated than many choose to believe, and you will be presented with a labyrinth of opportunities, knockbacks and dead ends. Be honest with yourself and recognise that you have limited bandwidth. But don't give up. To quote Lennon, there are decades where nothing happens, yet there are weeks where decades happen.
the Army's culture of learning, experimentation, innovation and adaption is unrecognisable to the Army of just a few years ago, and we are truly now an Army in motion. Maybe one day I'll see those little birds. Thanks for listening to this audio article by The Cove. Don't forget to download The Cove app. It's PME in your pocket anywhere, anytime.